Welcome to the Good News Bay podcast, where we are making Bay County brighter one conversation at a time. Literally today, I should be saying that we are making Bay County and beyond brighter one conversation at a time. We have with us today Brandon Gossett, who is uh, the Chief Development Officer, Officer. Yep. Uh, at the Never Thirst Organization. And uh, you say, well, why would I want to know him? Well, number one, uh, he's vacationed here most of his life. Oh, yeah. Uh, through good times and bad times. Years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he still comes, which I'm is still good. Come. Love it. Um, <laughs> but he has a story to tell, and it's one that, uh, whatever your background, I think it's an encouraging word for you. It's also, um, he's become a good friend of mine mm. and somebody that I, I believe in him and the organization he represents. And so I wanted him to be able to tell his story. I know some of our church folks are going to get to hear an at length version of this, but um, I think it's an incredible thing that you yeah. guys are doing. Um, the first question is going to be, what is Never Thirst? But before I let you answer it, yeah. I, want, I want to put a couple of facts out there. Okay. Number one is that there's 771 million people that walk more than 30 minutes to collect dirty water every day. In other words, like in the world around us, there's a, hundreds of millions of people, three quarters of a billion people that have to spend tons of time walking to get dirty water. As a believer in Jesus Christ, um, People knowing Jesus matters tremendously. There are also 3.2 billion people that are considered unreached, as in have never heard the gospel of Christ. This organization exists to go where those two things come together, a lack of water and a lack of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we talk about literal water and living water. Yeah. That being said, who is never thirst? Like, yeah. What do y'all do? So at the heartbeat of Never Thirst is we want to mimic Jesus' ministry as close as we can, where he met the physical, but really for the spiritual. And so we want to give a pastor a reason to have access in the village where he can stay and continue to share about the hope of Christ um, with people by meeting a physical need. It's easy to tell people Jesus loves you, yep. um, but then they look around and say, but why would I ever believe that my life is is terrible and look at the things that are killing my family and most basic need of clean water, I don't even have that. Right. And so when a pastor is able to lead the charge in helping a village gain access to physical water, it gives them uh, trust and respect in a community where they would have maybe been persecuted and thrown out of before. Right. Uh, but now they know, the villagers know this, this person is here to help us. And so we want to let them here and that allows the church to grow. I love I love your story, but I also love the strategy. Yeah. Um, and we want to talk a little bit about the story, but strategically, because I don't want people to tune me out. Oh, this is one of those podcasts where we're asking for money. You're not even here to ask no, for money. No, no, no. You're yeah, here yeah. to actually. We we have um, already done a lot, a like lot. through Never Thirst, yes. and so you're here actually tonight to share with our people and say thank you for yes. what we've done, and you brought us some reports of what's yes. already been accomplished. But yeah. when we talk about um, the strategy side of it. Like we talk on this podcast a lot about entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and taking hard problems and looking at things as they are now and figuring out how do we solve this problem. Sure. You guys, and I say you guys, it's guys and gals, sure. but the vision came as a result of a desire to be to do more than just make money and be business guys, That's right? right? Yep. Um, talk a little bit about the beginning part. Sure. I mean. Yeah. So the way it began is um, our three founders um, were all businessmen. Uh, they heard a sermon by Dr. David Platt on Psalm 67, 1 and 2. And the question at the end of the sermon was, have you disconnected God's blessings with God's purpose? And that led these three guys to go out 
um, on global mission trips. And every mm -hmm. the most common thing they saw everywhere was water, um, the lack of water. And so one time in 2008, when they were standing in Sudan, um, they asked the lady where she got her water. And she they walked about a mile and a half off the road. And she said, this is it. It was an algae-covered pond, terrible situation. And the three of them said, said this is what we're going to tackle. And But the difference is we're going to use it to platform the church. Yep. Um, and so we want to meet that physical need, but we're going to partner with the local church in all these countries um, where one day maybe we'll work um, so that they'll have a platform, again, to be in a village where they would have no access before. Um, and so December 8, 2008, Neverthirst completed their first well in that very village where they had witnessed the water crisis. Um, and then since then, Neverthirst has grown to serve over 1.3 million people around the world and throughout 14 countries um, over the last 15 years. So God has been very gracious and faithful um, yeah. to this ministry um, to see the kind of work that's happening. That's awesome. Uh, one of the things that I think is neat is how you and I uh, got to meet. Um, yeah. It's not a story that is um, likely. Uh, one of our students that came through our student ministry years ago was attending college in Troy. Um, and he starts telling yeah. me about this, uh, <laughs> this, this organization that he works with. He mentioned David Platt, whose books I have read. Um, starts talking about, well, I think at that time they were already doing kind of the workout yeah, side of things, for waters, yeah. um, which is if you're a CrossFitter, <clears throat> it's very similar where you take for a day and you do all kind of water like workouts yeah. with water jugs yep. and other heavy things mm -hmm. and you get sponsored mm -hmm. and people love coming together for a cause. Oh, yeah. So he would tell me about this. Well, I got the chance then to meet you guys mm -hmm. out of Troy. Um, you're from the Birmingham area. Yep. Are you a you're? I know it's hard, and you got to be humble, but you're an Alabama guy, right? I'm an Alabama like guy. Univers when I say yeah. that, you know that means university. It's like you want to. Are you yeah. allowed to get the roll tide? But I am okay. an Alabama guy. You know, um, so. a lot of our people can relate to that, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. even the ones that are not Alabama fans, they won't hate you because of right, it. Right, right, right. Um, so, so in light of that, though, we we've, we've partnered as a church um, through pandemic, through hurricane. Yeah. You've checked on us through all of that. You've continued to vacation here as yeah, much absolutely. as you could. Yeah. Um, and so in light of that, we actually, I, I'm thrilled, and we may talk more about this in a few minutes, yeah. but, but I mean, we, um, well, I'll just say it now, we were adding up how much we've actually donated yeah. for wells. We're over $308,000 yeah. at this point over that 11 years. Um, we could calculate how many people, but here's the cool part, y'all. Like, we know that the dollars that we're giving mm -hmm. are going to meet the needs, physical needs of people now, mm -hmm. and they're going to meet the needs of people that have not heard the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I am a pastor for my whole ministry life, have been involved in raising dollars for missions and trying to reach the people with the gospel, and I'm advocating right here. But the fact is very seldom do I see where I feel like we could write a check and actually reach people that have not heard the name of Jesus. Yeah. I'm used to writing a check and wondering, does it ever get there? You know, like, what am I actually getting for this? And what is super is that when I look at a world where I think the statistics tell us that, like, only 1% of all mission dollars that are given are given to the volume of people that have never heard the name of Jesus. That's correct. And so yeah. one of the keys about y'all's organization, you identify poor and unreached group people groups. There's yeah. nobody else working where y'all are working. That's right. Yep. Now, if I use the term 1040 window, that means something to me, and that yeah. means something to you. What mm -hmm. would that mean to the average? Like, sure. how would what would that what does that say? Yeah. 
Great question. So that's two points of latitude um, that stretch across um, North Africa, the Middle East, Southeast Asia. Um, and so it's a language that's about unreached people groups, and they know the majority of people in that area are considered unreached with the gospel. And so Never Thirst is shifting. Not, 85% of our work is in the 1040 window. Yep. Um, and then in 2024, we'll be 100% in the 1040 window and a lot of the that is because of what you said um there's only one percent approximately of all christian giving goes to serve the people in that window Um, and then less than 10 percent of christian workers or nonprofits are working in that window as well Um, and so we're just solely committed to reaching the most unreached places on the earth because we know as scripture tells us in matthew 24 14 when everybody has heard the end will come and that's the part that we want to be focused on and working. And really, it's not about never thirst achieving that goal. It's for the kingdom people to be living out their faith through generosity. Yep. They're the ones making it happen. And so when we look at our, us as an organization, we see people who it, this faith family is a prime example. They don't want to help never thirst be great. Mm-hmm. They're trying to help get the gospel to the most unreached places and get clean water there. And so they're living out their faith through giving to help these people, and Never Thirst is just that conduit and vessel. And so we, we believe that's our role in the body of Christ is to be that. And I'm sitting here today with you because right. the people that you all have served, you know, over 10,000 people that have been impacted because of this faith family alone, will never get a passport and come to America, the beautiful city of Panama City, Mm-mm. and tell you thank you or tell you their need. Right. And that's why I'm here tonight. Um, you know, is to share with you and your faith family the impact they're making happen. Well, what's exciting for us, like you, you, you came, we've, I think that this time that the two projects that are finished, we've got nine projects yeah. that have been active. Like some of them happen quicker than others. Sure. Um, many of you heard during Vacation Bible School, we had several wells that we funded. Yeah. Huge offering. God was really good. Like $60,000 yeah. is what people gave. Crazy. And <laughs> that... We'll get to a remote place in Uganda where people have, that village has, well, three different villages and actually one more Four, if you yeah. add, yeah, because yeah. there's one we, we funded yeah. before that. Yeah. Um, but these are all villages that have not heard about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it excites me to know, yeah. like, you know, in my world, you know, it's like, hey, let's take a mission trip and tell some people. Mission trips are great. Mm-hmm. Sure. But literally in my own missions course 20-something years ago, mm-hmm. I learned about indigenous people. Yeah. Like, we talked about accents earlier. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I have a southern accent. I'm indigenous. I have a to, little one. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you're indigenous to Alabama. I'm indigenous to Northwest right, Florida, right, right. Adelaide, Alabama, and Georgia. These are my people, sure, right? Sure. Well, I go over there. They can't understand right, me. Right, right. I don't speak that language, yeah. but you guys are empowering people that speak the language of yeah. poor people that have never heard the gospel yeah. and are called to those people. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the skin in the game. Sure. Can I use that phrase? Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. don't just show up and say, we're going to give you water and it'll be gone in three months because they don't care if it's here or not. That's right. So, yeah, so exactly what you said. We want to partner with all local organizations on the ground. Uh, We want to support the local economy um, as well, and we want to support the local believers in these areas as well. Um, And then the pastors are all indigenous because they're the ones that can speak the language that know the culture that know the challenges that are work you know working in persecuted areas um, and they're just they're they've got the same spirit of God in them that we do and we're giving them the opportunity to do this 
um, to reach these villages. And the way they build a lot of trust is exactly what you said about getting skin in the game from the community. And so Never Thirst won't do a project unless the community will raise um, $150 to $250, which doesn't sound like a ton of money, but when you're talking about people living on less than $2 a day, right? Um, that's a lot of money. The poorest of the poor don't have access to clean water. But yet these pastors work alongside these village leaders, yep. <clears throat> form a committee, a water user committee in these villages as well. They raise that money, and then the money doesn't come to Neverthirst. See, this is the only place I really like committees because yeah, yeah. it works here. It's needed, <laughs> yeah. right? That's right. That's right. But that money doesn't come to Neverthirst. It goes into a bank account that's yep. overseen by three to eight women in the villages. Um, and then these women, uh, when something happens to the project, yep. something's going to happen. Nothing is going to last forever. They're able to get it repaired with money they raised. And it also lets us know who sees water as a need. Yep. Um, if they raise that kind of money, they know we need clean water and they see the benefit of it instead of us just as a Western organization saying, you need clean water. And so we're going to give you clean water and then they may or may not use it. Yep. And so that's one of the things that is pivotal for every project we do. Uh, there has to be a pastor involved and there has to be a community involvement with skin in the game. In the show notes, there's going to be a lot of different links there. One of those will be to a video um, that is on y'all's site from uh, Return on Investment okay. Ministries, I believe is what yep. it's called. Yeah. But basically, it's an organization that measures the ability to know that an organization, the dollars that are given to that organization actually go there. Yeah. You guys have had fantastic results with yeah. that. That business model is part of the reason why. Sure. But I'm literally telling you, Every time there's a disaster or a thing that happens, you give dollars. Some portion of those dollars get there, and sometimes big portions mm -hmm. don't. There's credibility and studies. That, I'm like, yeah. we've we've looked at this a long time. It's 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 better than eighty yeah. percent. Like that's the, usually the standard. Yeah. Um, if you find an organization that eighty percent goes where it's supposed to go, yeah. it's a big deal. And so, um, I think that's cool. Let me all and I, I know I'm, I'm advocating strong, but like. <laughs> To my people, I've like, guys, look, if we know that there's a people waiting to hear the gospel, yeah. it's it's been planned out, there's a there's a village that's been located, yeah. there's a well driller available, yeah. there's a pastor uh, and a committee that's already been determined and they're ready, but it needs funding. Yeah. Like we funded four to Uganda this year. I hope we get a chance to do some more before the end of the year, but yeah. there's ten more remaining. Like, ten more, yeah. like that have already been identified and yeah. are ready. Yeah. Um and so for somebody listening would say, hey, I don't know what I can do that's going to be meaningful and lasting. Yeah. This right here is. Yep. Um, you shared a statistic. I begged you for it, but you okay. shared. I was, I was talking about what it would take to end the water crisis. Yeah. What would it take? So the statistic is that it's $20 billion will end the world water crisis, which yeah. is an enormous number. Um, but if you look at some of the other spending in our, in our world, you yep. can see this is an easily... Um, Problem, easy problem to get rid of. What uh, do we spend at Christmas, <laughs> give or take? Do you mind telling so, me? So the stat is um, that we laugh Americans, because we don't cry, I know, right? I know, but the stat is that um, Americans, on average, at Christmas, and this includes everything. And I'm a huge fan of Christmas. I love it. Oh yeah, um, and University of Alabama, yeah, which yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say again. <laughs> but we spend 450 billion dollars as Americans yeah. on. Um, Christmas. And so um, when you think about 20 billion can resolve it, and then that number doesn't sound quite as unrealistic yep. is the point. It's not 
something against Christmas is just when you look at the money that is out there, you know, we do have the resources to end it. Uh, we would love to work ourselves up a job. One of our mottos at, um, or taglines within our organization is until all are served. And so yeah. I hope that one day Never Thirst can turn out the lights, yep. um, you know, or find something else to do. Yep. Um, but we could say the water crisis has ended. And so. Well, and, and I want to be clear, you didn't say that Never Thirst is going to end the water crisis completely. No, we can't. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's many groups that do this. <clears throat> what makes you guys unique, the dollars, we know the dollars go where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Um, we know that people that don't know Jesus are hearing yeah. gospel. Yeah. We know that people that don't have clean water, that literally many of these folks are sick from the water that they're drinking, yeah. that need is met. Now, let me, let me say this. I have people, when I talk to them about yeah. Jesus, that especially this younger generation, they're like, hey, you know, I think science is going to get us to the place where we have the technology yeah. to meet these needs. And I pause and I'm like, you really don't think that the technology is here today to meet the needs? Right. Guys, the funding is like, we have what we need no, to we meet haven't. the needs. We just have to care, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. right? We just that have is. to prioritize mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah. And that's not knocking anybody out there. It's just no. saying that we as a people have to say, we're going to fix this. Yep. And so uh, I'm thrilled <laughs> at the at the progress that we as a people are making, oh, the yeah. partnerships that we've had. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, you guys have impacted, you know, so many people throughout so many different countries. And it's because your faith family cares about that. Um, and people in this community care about that. You know, and they've gotten behind the work you're doing. And, and people come and go from churches, but there's people that have gone from here that are involved, you know, and it's great. There are. I think there's a lot of people that just don't know, yep. which is part of why I'm That's trying right. to share that. Yeah. And I don't think they know the difference mm-hmm. of one organization or another. Yep. Uh, even within the Christian world, uh, as we kind of conclude, how how do you, if somebody wanted to partner with you guys, yeah. what does that look like? I know monthly partnerships is a possibility. Yes. yes. Um, so monthly partnerships are a big thing. You can learn all about us on neverthirstwater.org. That'll all um, be in the show. We'll okay. do links. But tell and us what they are. Yeah, and then we're all on all the social media outlets that can you can learn about. But monthly partnerships are big. Project sponsorships are big as well. Um, one of the cool things that I think maybe will be in the show notes is how if you sponsor a whole project, yeah. you know, and we've done, I handed you some today um, that show you the photos, testimonies, GPS coordinates, all the things yep. um, from the project that somebody would have sponsored. Um, again, because our goal is to be as transparent as possible, um, but then also really to connect the dots for maybe, you know, families here that will have sponsored projects will never go and meet them. But we can send them back photos, testimonies of the pastors and women um, from these villages and let them know who to pray for and the work that's happening and to see it firsthand. Um, So that's a key part. We as a church have been able to sponsor villages. Um, We've done it in a number of different locations. One of the other things I think is beautiful out there, though, even beyond just the church side, is individuals that would say, hey, we lost a loved one. How better to commemorate them? than to build a well in their honor yeah. so that their their memory would live on yeah. giving clean water and gospel. Yeah. And you literally, you get the plaque with the, the name. It's good yeah. stuff. I mean, that's way better than a brick on a building. I'm just saying. Like, like it's eternal. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just my preacher yeah. Yeah, perspective. Yeah. No, no, that's good. Um, Hey, Bay County's looking good, isn't it? Panama City? Oh, yeah, it's looking great. All right. Yeah, we think great. the best is yet to come around <laughs> yeah. here. I'm filling your head up all the time yeah, yeah. so you get all your buddies I in Birmingham come to come year. down. You know, I, know, I love it. I love you gotta it. you got to bring your friends, so. though, okay? That's right. That's right. So. Um, listen, thank you for being our guest today. Yeah, man. Thank we you. We appreciate you so much yeah. and look forward to, uh, to seeing lives changed yep. as we partner together. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for the Good News Bay podcast. 
where we are making Bay County brighter one conversation at a time. Please help us share this good news and change the conversation by liking, sharing, and subscribing to the podcast.